your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. Welcome, everybody. If getting heavy metals out of your body or, or your child's body is a primary concern to you right now, you will greatly enjoy our show today. Joining me is Dr. Tim Guilford, who is the founder of Redisorb and has been using nutrient therapies for more than 20 years. For many of those years, he has been studying the role of heavy metals and oxidative stress in clinical illness. Also joining me is glutathione expert Dr. John Hicks, whose experience with glutathione in the treatment of autism and, and all chronic illnesses is really one of the most uh, special components of his protocol. Thank you, both of you doctors, for joining me today. Are you both there? Yeah, we're having a good morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, doctors, there we go. This is We have a lot of great places to go here today because we're going to really help educate people as to understanding the whole way that glutathione, well, uh, we're going to talk about glutathione, but we really need to understand first the way the body functions. And I think the best way to start there is with the mitochondria. So, Dr. Guilford, if you could please explain the function and the role that the mitochondria plays in our health. Thank you. Um, the mitochondria, we probably all learned about in uh, biology. Those are the little powerhouse organelles that are located inside the cell and um, have their own uh, separate uh, DNA, separate from the DNA in our nucleus. So they're kind of an independent uh, energy uh, producing site. And the mechanism that they use uh, both the glucose uh, uh, metabolism, the Krebs cycle, um, is used inside the mitochondria, but more importantly, there's a chain of events that occurs along these membranes inside the mitochondria that create energy in a very efficient fashion. So that's the preferred route for making uh, our energy, and our system is uh, very, our cell, every cell is very dependent on that function. So what what's happening when this function is not working properly. Is this a genetic reason or is it environmental? Well, that's a great question because there's uh, debate about both for a long time. I think uh, the only work that was done uh, presumed that there were some genetic defect in the mitochondria, but now we're finding that you can uh, disrupt the function of the mitochondria with a variety of toxins, uh, things ranging from pesticides and including metals, and there seems to be kind of a common pathway of problem that develops it involves a process called oxidative stress. Right. Do Dr. Hicks, I know that you do a lot with um, genetic testing. Can you talk about the role of genes in oxidative stress? Well, the, the whole process of being able to handle free radicals and uh, the agents of oxidative stress has a lot to do with your DNA, if you don't make enough glutathione or you don't make enough glutathione as transferase and the different enzymes that glutathione uses, then you're going to have difficulty taking care of 
free radicals. But glutathione isn't just limited to that in chelation of heavy metals. It protects your DNA. It's used by uh, our white blood cells to kill bacteria and viruses. So it's very protective in that form. So when you start looking, there's about 200 functions for glutathione. So when you start looking at that and you start to figure out, okay, if you're low in glutathione, then what are the processes that are now susceptible? And it's amazing what your body uses that for. So we'll talk about, I want to talk about all of those things, that glutathione, um, what we use it for. Um, Dr. Guilford, I would, I'd like to talk more about then at this point, knowing what you um, have started learning in nutrient therapies, why did you go to the glutathione route, and why did you? Why, what were you finding when you were actually studying it? My route to glutathione came from uh, two different uh, perspectives. Uh, I had the while I trained as an ear, nose, and throat, head, and neck surgeon originally. I had the opportunity to run a allergy lab as part of my practice in, in uh, for about ten years, and so it really uh, gave me a, a great chance to look at the immune system and chronic inflammation. And then I got interested in the metals, and I started looking to uh, detoxify uh, uh, metals, and I, f- I began to find patients with mercury. And in reading about mercury, I found that the f- one of the first things that happens is that glutathione gets depleted. Um, that was startling enough, but when I then ran across articles that showed the role of glutathione as a uh, cell signal in the immune system, it began to tie together these two areas that seemed uh, quite far apart, that is the toxins like mercury and uh, the immune system and inflammation. They're both connected through the glutathione system. Okay, okay. So you decided, in knowing that glutathione was so tremendously essential, what, what, what was the roadblock that I guess that you were finding at that point? Well, early on, um, we didn't have a good way to replace the glutathione although there are several good ways. You can use um, uh, the building blocks of glutathione itself. There's three uh, amino acids that form glutathione, and uh, using some of the building blocks is very helpful, but it wasn't as dramatic as giving glutathione intravenously. And there had been some reports uh, on the efficacy of that uh, that came out in about 1996, so we started, shortly after that, started using intravenous glutathione. And we saw many good effects in uh, a range of problems that have low glutathione associated with them. But it's just, it was not uh, until we had a, a, a route for getting glutathione into the system uh, efficiently orally because plain glutathione just doesn't seem to be absorbed as readily um, as uh, a, a combination that we're using now. It's a very fragile substance from what I understand, glutathione. I mean, it, it, it can break down and be worth completely worthless in with the smallest of things that are done to it, if it's done, if it's handled improperly. Well, oral glutathione taken by itself will be broken down by the gut cells. It's, so it's really just right, just, just as broken in its down plain, in its plain form. Of right, it. right. And and so, what about the stability of it? Just so many people are doing IVs, and so many people are using it in creams. Is it showing stability in all of those? Well, a lot of that depends what your carrier is. And, and I think the neat thing about Redisorb is because it's in, in the little lysosomes that those are absorbed. So 
they go in and carry in the glutathione. So now you have a good consistent oral route. You can take it that works. Uh, Dr. Gilford, can you talk more about your format for getting the glutathione in orally? Well, we put the uh, glutathione into a little, what essentially is a little fatty bubble um, made from um, uh, lipoprotein like uh, derived from lecithin. But uh, it, what this, the value of this is it stabilizes the glutathione, keeps it from breaking down further, and as uh, Dr. Hicks pointed out, these little fatty bubbles are uh, more readily absorbed, and it appears that this may be facilitating uh, the glutathione quite a bit. Okay. Okay. So with the Redisorb, that, that gives an option of, of doing something orally. And, and Dr. Hicks, can you talk a little bit then um, about the instability of it in the IV form? Well, it's going to depend what it's bound to. So that then you've got to have it so it has to be away from light, it has to be away from heat. Uh, there's now a couple of forms that are a little more stable. It used to be that as soon as you mixed it, it started pleading its if, if efficacy. So you would want to mix it and then give it right away. Mm-hmm. Now there are a couple of IV forms that are stable for 24, 48 hours or a little longer. So it's not as critical as it used to be because what they've done is bound it so it's just more stable. So, how, But how is the average parent supposed to know this? How, how is the parent supposed to know the company that is claiming that it's perfectly strong and stable and and you know, they they may get a bunch of them and try to use them as IVs and they don't see any result and then they'll say glutathione doesn't work but it's in fact they're they're dealing with dead glutathione. Well, the, the you could go at it by muscle testing. You can go at it um, kinesiology, right? Kinesiology. So there's ways to figure out is this really working or not? Right. And and I have to say that Dr. Guilford about your product because. Um, let me tell you, there there is no company I believe on the face of this earth stricter than Dr. Hicks's office at Pathways that um, allows certain supplements in. I mean, they test, they retest, they they look at uh, uh, every aspect of it. They test it on many many different people, and if it really passes all of everything with flying colors, it makes it into their shelves. So the fact that Redisorb is working, um, it, it's not just taking your word for it, although you seem like a great guy, <laughs> and we could take your word for it. Um, this is something that I know Pathways has tested extensively, and the fact that it really, really works is a, a really good, um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a, a feather in your cap for a lot of the parents that are listening today and wondering, who do I trust? Um, I really appreciate hearing that. It's been the feedback like that that has motivated us to develop and continue this product. Thank you. Well, good. You're doing a great. You're doing a great thing by having this product. So we need to talk more about glutathione because we've now given people a little bit of an understanding as to the ways they need to put it in. But we need to understand more as to all the benefits of glutathione because so many people listening today are listening for their child with autism. But this is something that is good for everybody. And Dr. Hicks, maybe you can address um, autism is just, well, really just one small aspect of the people that you use glutathione on. Uh, any 
any form of chronic inflammation. It helps any... Uh, we've seen a lot of good uh, response with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, some of the Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, some of the cancer patients. A lot of when you start to look at their DNA, you look at the immune and detox system, and the detox system is really down. And it's these pieces. So I think the biggest piece when you start looking at glutathione is it is what your body naturally uses. So instead of throwing a drug and pushing that with those possible side effects, you can actually now go and look at the system and say, all right, why aren't you working normally and what is it I need to do to help you work normally and then you avoid a lot of the big issues of pumping all these other things in. That's exactly, that's exactly a big, important point. Um, one of the things, Dr. Hicks, I know that has frustrated you over a, a lot of the years is the IV therapy. And you've been doing IV therapy, and you still recommend IV therapy for a lot of your patients. But aside from the fact that it's very evasive, because right. nobody likes getting <laughs> A needle stuck in their arm, um, and aren't a lot of volunteers for that. <laughs> I usually volunteer, and and because it can be very very costly, and to have a physician be able to put a needle in your arm can be costly as well. Um, so this, this is another great aspect of the Redisorb. We get back. Let's talk more about all of the benefits of, of glutathione, why it is so essential to your health, and also more about the wonderful product Redisorb. We'll be right back. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. 
detoxifying normally. Readysorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoid in Readysorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about Readysorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. We are back with Dr. Tim Guilford and Dr. John Hicks talking about glutathione and also the product Redisorb. But we want to make sure you first understand why glutathione is so essential. And we'll also talk about a few case um, examples that both Dr. Guilford and Dr. Hickman, hopefully you can share some as well, too, about people that you can specifically say have done just tremendously well on glutathione. Um, but let's let's go back. We, we did talk a little bit about the mitochondrial and, and the whole effects as to why um, glutathione is important. But let's, let's talk about more of we talk about membrane stability, whatever you want to talk about, Dr. Um, Guilford, if you can talk more about. Well, that. if you can imagine these uh, these biochemical reactions happening on a uh, kind of a tabletop surface, if you will, except it's a, a very fragile surface. And so um, the movement of this whole process of making energy, making ATP, requires electrons to flow down these across these membranes and through these biochemicals. And um, as the energy goes through there, um, the electron gets used up, so to speak, its energy, and then it can be removed by combining with oxygen. But in that process, sometimes these uh, what's called free radicals are formed. And it, that term is used a lot, but it's hard to imagine what that might look like um, in our everyday world. And, but if you think of uh, oxidative stress as being, uh, in the outside world, as rust, just like you'd get on the hinge on a gate out in your garden, um, that's that's uh, an example of oxidative stress on the outside world. In the inside world, it, it doesn't look exactly like that, but it causes a similar damage. And I have a slide that I found of an old uh, ship that's been sitting in the salt water for uh, decades, and its uh, hull has become eroded, and the, and the this strong steel hull is now filled with holes and is crumbling. And that same type of thing can happen on these membrane surfaces when free radicals hit, um, it causes uh, a shift in the balance of the uh, atoms in the membrane, and, and that causes the membrane to stiffen up. And as that goes on over time, um, it, it will crack, and, and literally holes can develop in those membranes. But, of course, by that time, you've got such severe changes that you may have compromised the function of, of that single mitochondria or that single cell. And if that happens in enough cells, then you have... Uh, tissue damage to uh, to an organ system, and that's kind of the uh, process. It, it starts out very uh, very locally, if you will, and kind of spreads um, in terms it's, it's of the damage. It's a fabulous analogy. I really, it's it's, some, it's a concept that's very hard to, to grasp until you can really picture that whole rust, and, and that's that's that whole thing where people don't 
see what's going on inside. They'll, they'll say they feel okay or they don't really know why they don't feel that great. And, and just your generalized testing, which is so minimal in the grand scheme of things that traditional medicine does, is not, gonna, is not looking at the rust as much. It, it really it, it doesn't, and I think it's been limited. The concept was out there for a long time, but we didn't have the tools. And with the modern technology now, we have more tools to evaluate this both directly and also indirectly by some of the damage changes and things like that, uh, the, the changes in the biochemical pathways. Um, but it boils down to increasing uh, oxidative stress, and these antioxidants then come in and slow this process. And glutathione comes in because it turns out to be the key mechanism for slowing that down. There's research that shows that uh, the enzyme called glutathione peroxidase, that changes these uh, OH hydroxyl radicals into harmless water, which is just an HOH. But to do that, you need a continuous supply of glutathione. And so the enzyme stays stable and will function, but if you don't have enough glutathione in the active form, or enough glutathione in general, um, then that whole system begins to falter. So a continuous supply of glutathione is very useful when you're really stressed. And uh, some of these stresses actually slow down the production of glutathione, and that's why I think people get sick and sometimes stay sick. Um, Dr. Hicks, as a practicing physician who you know, is prescribing a lot of glutathione and in many different forms and ways, um, is glutathione really for everyone? Well, I don't. If you have low glutathione, and then, yeah, it can be for everyone. Because when you look at any chronic inflammation, autoimmune disease, I mean, you start going through piece by piece what is a big piece of that, and a big piece of that is glutathione and how it helps protect you. But are there some people who are abundant on glutathione that it would do damage to to take glutathione? I have not seen that. I mean, everyone that I've seen has issues, so that's something I look at. And I've not really ever had a patient that had a high glutathione. Now, in your patient load, Dr. Hicks, then is it mostly who needs it, who needs more, and who needs? I mean, well, and how much can you take? I mean, when okay. you, when you so, start looking at chronic things over time, and let's say you've had low glutathione for years. You know, probably since conception because that's DNA pieces. So you're going to have all this buildup. So you really have to be careful how much and what way you give it in what order the body's ready to use it. Because you can overdo it and then you create symptoms of more fatigue, irritability. You can start to see, especially with kids in school, their focus and concentration goes down when they're trying to do too much detox. So it's a balancing act of where they are, what they need at this point, versus you know how much how much can you give them to really shift them as quickly as you can without causing a problem, and that's really the piece that's. I would like both doctors to address um, what needs to be done to the body to best prepare it for the maximum use, the maximum benefit of the glutathione. Um, whoever wants to go first. Um, Dr. Well, I, I think that the glutathione, as Dr. Hicks mentioned, it's, he said there's at least 200 functions that it's associated with, and a lot of these have to do with stabilizing enzymes so they'll function properly. 
Um, Jill James, who's a Ph.D. researcher, um, has published articles on the children with autism being uh, low in uh, glutathione due to an inability for a cycle called the methylation of methionine cycle to work properly. And many of the components of these cycles need uh, glutathione to work maximally. So um, that's where I think a lot of people run into problems when it's uh, when the glutathione is low. Not only are they not able to make it again, but the enzyme systems don't function properly. So when you to restart these systems, uh, some people can just take a oh, let's say a, a teaspoon of uh, uh, the liposomal form of glutathione and function really well, um, or an IV, uh, a big IV if you will. Um, but other people need just a little small amount sure. to get these enzymes going at a uh, slowly so they can all couple together in a proper sequence, in a proper fashion. And I think Dr. Hicks made that point very well. Let's talk about, though, what happens if, if the body's just really not ready to dump and what, what can happen if, if there's too much glutathione and you need to kind of slow it down a little bit. What, what typically are the symptoms that you're seeing? Well, what, what I would typically see is their ability to focus and concentrate is going to go down. They're probably going to start waking up uh, in the middle of the night uh, when the liver's trying to work. So you really got to support the liver and have it ready to dump everything that's coming in there. So you've got to work to keep the bile thin so it's dumping out. It's not getting thick and sludgy. So uh, things like artichoke and then what's called drainage, which is a homeopathic that increases flow through the liver and kidneys so that what you're doing is enabling what your liver's trying to dump to get out. You're speaking of artichoke extract. Artichoke extract. It's a, it's a bile thinner, right. so, uh, so it makes it easier to dump. Okay. Right. Because if the bile's really thick and it's sitting there and you're not moving this through and then it sits in the intestine and they're constipated, they're going to start reabsorbing all this stuff. So you've got to work the whole liver GI tract to make sure everything is functioning and flowing normally. Otherwise, you're going to start to reabsorb the stuff you're trying to get rid of. Dr. Hicks, many of the doctors that are working with um, autism are saying things such as Silmarin or milk thistle are the best options for this. What is your opinion on that? Well, little kids can't handle Silmarin or milk thistle. And it actually can cause more damage than it's, you know, it's there to help build. And I've seen a lot of kids that have big issues with that. So, so build, it Silmarin builds enzymes. Well, it's to think? repair damage. Repairs damage, okay. So let's say you've got high enzymes, you've been, you know, doing all this stuff for years, and your liver enzymes are way up and you've got a lot of liver damage, well, then Silmarin's going to fit the bill because that's what you're going to need. So you're going to need artichoke plus Silmarin, and you may need calcium deglucurate, and you may need glycine. So you've got to support this whole detox piece, all the segments of it, get it to work right. So you sort of have to modify that to the person. You know, and that that's part of the issue with cookie-cutter stuff is that each person is an individual and their body works differently. So you really got to tailor it to that person. And and dosages and amounts, it can change on a daily basis. It can change very quickly, yeah. 
because I think that's another frustration is that somebody will see their doctor once a month and then, you know, maybe a, a, a week on some glutathione and all they really needed to do was just major, maybe just cut it back in half or cut the dosage in half or potentially even increase it. And it's really those first few months of, of um, detoxing are so essential to be in constant communication with your, your the practice that you're working with. Right. And I, I think that that's a big piece of the nursing staff. How do you have the people there that know what they're doing and can start to make adjustments on a daily basis if you need to? And right. we have patients that we do that every day or every couple of days. You let us know what's going on and we make adjustments. So you have to be ready to do that. Dr. Guilford, what a, what a, I only have about another minute or so before we have to go to break, but can you just highlight some of the things that you would recommend preparing the body for if you're going to be on a glutathione regimen? Well, I, I think that uh, it's really important that two areas that were mentioned, uh, facilitating the liver to detoxify and also the uh, GI tract. And the GI tract, um, I actually have been looking at way back in my lab experience. I did some early work with uh, some of the testing to determine antibodies to yeast. and So I've been following this for quite a while. But even now, uh, I, I'm still amazed at how important uh, stabilizing the uh, flora and the type of oh, flora in the gastrointestinal tract is to facilitating uh, detoxification. That is huge, and I really want to talk about that more. I don't want to cut you off from that, but we have to go to a quick commercial. When we get back, let's talk more about the GI tract role in this because it's an important piece. We'll be right back with Dr. Guilford and Dr. John Hicks. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPB4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. 
detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold Program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. Living Your Power with host and intuitive counselor Diane Brandon breaks down the old traditions of taking what life gives you. Living Your Power teaches you how to have a life of success, happiness, and fulfillment. How to live your power, feeling vibrant and confident. Tune in Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern to Living Your Power on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. I am back with Dr. Guilford and Dr. Hicks about glutathione and its many benefits. Now, what we've just been talking about a little bit is how important in using glutathione it is to prep the body and get the body ready for it so that uh, the body can eliminate what glutathione is actually freeing up so that the body can actually utilize all the glutathione that's being put in. Um, And Dr. Guilford was just starting to mention about the importance of clearing up and balancing the GI tract. Let's talk a little bit about dysbiosis and the and what dysbiosis is and how it affects the glutathione. Uh, dysbiosis is uh, an imbalance uh, in the flora, the the bacteria and that sort of thing that are naturally occur in the gastrointestinal tract. Um, the the word uh, probiotic is being used to describe the bacteria which are normally found in the gastrointestinal tract and which can survive on the surface of the uh, mucus that's formed in the gastrointestinal tract. The bacteria that go through there normally don't stick around, uh, but they can become inflammatory, um, are the ones that need to stick on the uh, right up against the cells, and they can create a lot of inflammation. So when you get an imbalance between the normal flora and the bacteria that shouldn't be overgrown, um, that can create a lot of GI tract inflammation. And as Dr. Hicks has already mentioned, inflammation uh, can go on to cause excess oxidative stress. There's a lot of articles that uh, support that concept now. And that, in turn, will deplete glutathione. So you can see how uh, something as uh, seemingly far removed as the balance of bacteria in the GI tract can come down to affecting the amount of glutathione that's available. So supporting that system is important. Uh, Supporting the flora with uh, probiotics is important. And um, another area in the biochemistry that I've found in a lot of GI tract problems is that if you have uh, a sluggish GI tract or constipation, that can often be an indicator that uh, you need more magnesium. And uh, magnesium is an important uh, mineral to help balance the system when you're dealing with these toxins, uh, like some of the metal toxins. Um, so this whole system um, is... Uh, literally working together, and when it doesn't work together, it's creating kind of a domino effect, uh, slowing things down. It really is. It's the one thing that I think 
everyone's getting from the show today is that um, although glutathione tends to be a somewhat of a panacea and that it's really a, a wonderful cure-all for so many different people, it doesn't come without prep work, it doesn't come without maintenance, it doesn't come without being a part of a bigger picture. Um, well, he, he was just talking about the uh, inflammation. So what is it people take for inflammation? You know, they're going to pop a couple of Tylenol. Well, the problem with Tylenol is it suppresses glutathione production. So now you're depleting what you need to help get rid of that inflammation. So it, that Tylenol is a two-edged sword. I mean, it may decrease a little inflammation, but now it's what it's doing long-term is going to decrease your glutathione, which is really what's going to take care of the inflammation. Right. And then what about, what about enzymes? What about the role of taking digestive enzymes in all of this? Personally, my piece on that is if you don't digest your food, how are you going to get the nutrition out of it? So it really comes down to a basic thing of you need the right pH, otherwise you're going to kill the good bacteria, and you need to be able to digest your food and absorb it. So from uh, that perspective of getting what you need out of your food, the digestive enzymes are a, an important piece if you don't digest things normally. You've got a lot of meat fibers and uh, stuff in there you're not digesting, then the bad bacteria are going to use it. So if you don't take care of it, it's going to be used against you. So let's talk about some case histories here because I know both of you have seen a lot of people that have had huge benefits with glutathione, and I think it's always nice for somebody to be able to identify with a, with a particular patient. Um, Dr. Guilford, would you like to start by talking? I know you had a really good success with somebody with cystic fibrosis. Early in my experience with uh, the Redisorb glutathione, I uh, was able to treat a couple of children that um, have this uh, problem called cystic fibrosis, which is a uh, involves a genetic defect in the protein uh, that carries glutathione across cell membranes. And so while they make adequate glutathione, they are not able to use it adequately, particularly at their membrane surfaces. And so the typical presentation of uh, mucus production and inflammation in the lungs in these areas that are getting exposed to oxygen, they're oxidatively stressed, they need more glutathione uh, there to help protect those membranes and they're not able to, to move it there. Um, using the Redisorb glutathione, we found uh, one child with cystic fibrosis improved uh, her lung problem dramatically, um, and we were also to get able to get uh, glutathione blood levels in that particular instance. And the, the child had low glutathione initially, and after using the uh, liposomal glutathione for about three weeks, was able to raise her glutathione level. And at the same time, her, her lungs cleared dramatically. And another child that I treated uh, has uh, primarily gastrointestinal presentation, and she actually at uh, age uh, 15 months was slowing in her growth. She had been growing normally at the 50% rate in the, in the 50% of percentile in the middle uh, of the average growth. She had slowed down to the 25th percentile and uh, had tried a number of other sources of uh, uh, glutathione um, th that we had talked about previously, including the plain glutathione. But on the liposomal glutathione, um, she was able to uh, regain, regain that growth pattern uh, in about three months and has been able to maintain that over the last two years. Now, this is not a complete uh, cure-all for these kids because they have a lot of problems. 
but it does show you the impact that glutathione can have in different body systems. Well, and I, I think that that reiterates the whole point that glutathione doesn't just do one thing, and and I think that's a huge piece when you look at a lot of the other therapies. They go, well, it does this or that, and when you start really getting to why things happen, our body is an amazing thing, it, and it uses what's there in multiple ways. So when something's down then you're going to see multiple systems affected. And I've seen quite a few college students that have chronic fatigue and can't get out of bed. And you talk about mitochondrial issues, they have those, they have low glutathione. And within a couple of weeks, typically we go and support the mitochondrial function. We start supplementing the glutathione, and we'll have them back in class in a couple of weeks. That's a fantastic story. So it, it's been very neat watch and see, and it's it's really starting to just well pay attention to the details and that the normal chemistry that happens in your body. You know, we as in medical school we weren't taught much about that. Uh, I was told it really didn't matter because your body would use whatever was there, but I sort of found out over time that's not quite the truth of the matter. And Dr. Vicks, you're seeing a lot of of uh, teenagers and 20 year old girls, especially with chronic fatigue, right now. Yep. I mean, the age limit has really come down. It used to be 40s or 50s, and now it's in the 20s. I mean, it's amazing. And even I see some that aren't even 20 yet that already have it. I've seen some high school students. What about your work with autism? Dr. Hicks, I know you work with thousands of children. Can you talk a little bit about some of the Well, basically detox is one of the systems that's down. And when it's down and you can't get rid of things, you retain them. And everything you retain goes somewhere, goes into the cells and affects those cells. So heavy metals is a huge piece of that. And you look at cellular energy, you know, it's uh, aluminum, mercury, cadmium, arsenic, antimony, all of those fluoride can affect cellular energy. They're blockers. So they increase oxidative stress. You've got to get rid of that stuff. So from the autistic point of view, those are huge issues. Immune issues, well, that's tied in now with, you look at what glutathione does, it's tied with that. What about some of the DNA issues? I think some of that's tied to glutathione, too, because if you don't have it, you're more susceptible to damage. And what percentage in the DNAs that you're looking at are you finding this marker being out? Probably 95%. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. Now, is this something that we are changing the DNA of future generations with because of... Well, I don't know. You know, you start looking at the work um, of a lot of the new energy stuff and you, you look at the stuff on miasms through homeopathy and how that affects uh, DNA and it may not affect the generation that starts it, but everyone after it is affected. So I think energetically, yes, we can be doing damage to DNA to them and whoever comes after. Wow, that's a scary thought. Um, but it's good to know that 
we're starting to see the solutions that we need to do to, to, to make a change. We're going to, have to take another break. When we get back, we'll conclude the show, talk a little bit more about Redisorb, because I want to talk about how, it's, how children take it, because that's always a big question in a lot of parents' minds, and um, how simple it is to administer. We'll be right back with Dr. Um, with both of the doctors, Dr. John Hicks and Dr. Tim Gilford. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Redisorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. Normally, Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in Redisorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Calm. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you're a male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We're back with Dr. Tim Guilford and Dr. John Hicks. Talking today about glutathione and the many benefits of its use. We've done everything from talk about all of its benefits, of course, and how to take it, and we've also talked about some great case examples um, about people that it's tremendously improved the lives of. Um, 
Dr. Hicks, because you're seeing so many different cases, such a large caseload, um, are you tracking what the metals that you are able to get out on um, the people that you're using glutathione on? Well, yeah, we, we'll track stool metals, and that tells us what they're dumping, and you can figure out how much they're dumping a month. Uh, the other piece is you can track glutathione levels. Uh, you can look at glutathione peroxidase and superoxide dismutase. Those are, uh, we had talked about glutathione peroxidase, uh, Dr. Guilford did, but the superoxide dismutase is another big piece for oxidative protection. So you can actually follow those blood levels, and as you're doing therapy, then you you have something to look at and say, okay, you know, my glutathione level was in the red. Now I'm up in the green, so you know you're doing pretty good. That's just a, that's a blood test that you do that. Right. Now the other one you do is a fecal metal, so it's, oh, right. well, it's, it's, it's less evasive just depending on who you talk to. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, that whole get stuck with a needle thing. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to talk about Redisorb. And the other thing that I have not mentioned yet is Redisorb makes other things besides glutathione. You have the B12 and you have the melatonin. I'm almost feeling, Dr. Guilford, that we should just dedicate another show just to methyl B12 um, because there's so much to be said about that. And we can maybe touch more a little bit that on another show because there's still so much we need to talk about with glutathione. So hopefully you'll come back and be on the show again. Oh, I, I would enjoy that. Thank you. Um, so I have to say, I remember the day that uh, Dr. Hicks said that they have found an oral glutathione that actually is going to work. And I remember, but wait a second. I've heard you say for years that oral glutathione doesn't work. And he says, no, this one's different. And he explained to me why, as you did at the beginning of the show. So I remember getting it back. I remember taking my first spoonful and really <laughs> being amazed. It wasn't it wasn't anywhere near as foul tasting as I was going to. I was really anticipating it to be, and I could see very easily why some children would have no problem taking that. Are, are, are you? It's it's got a bit of a sweet taste. What what do you use to sweeten it up? Um, we use glycerol in there, glycerin, which uh, has a. It's used both as a sweetener and it also uh, has a natural preservative effect. So that uh, allows us to use the minimal amount of additional preservative, which is uh, potassium sorbate, which is another fatty acid that the body can metabolize easily. So we've ended up with a product that has, it's all metabolized normally by the body. There's no, uh, no chemical stabilizer or anything like that in this product. And another you mentioned that the, it, it has, um, you know, the glutathione molecule has a sulfur molecule, which is the active molecule. So right. the, some people will note a little uh, aroma of sulfur, but as you pointed out, uh, the taste is really uh, very reasonable. Um, some people have a little objection to the sulfur aroma, which is inherent in any uh, sulfur-containing uh, sure. supplement. Sure, and, and, and um, as, as somebody who has used, who has nebulized glutathione before too, I think that the oral is much less. You know, you, you it. it Basically, it lingers in your mouth for a little bit, but not anywhere near as long as if when you're breathing it in and have to breathe it for 15 minutes or whatever it might be with a nebulizer. That's a good um, point. And, and the oral does have a good taste. Dr. Hicks, tell me about the people that you, the patients of yours that you have on ReadySorb. Um, I, well, I have some kids that are doing it, and what we found out is if you mix it in cherry juice or some 
like raspberry or something like that, kind of really even disguise the smell. Okay. You won't even pick that up. That's good to know. Um, and then, of course, chocolate. Yeah, well. Chocolate disguises just about anything. <laughs> That's my mantra. <laughs> That's the bribe. <laughs> right. Just a little teaspoon and then have some chocolate. And, and, and how? what kind of quantities are you looking at, like, they're having to drink cups of this or just small teeny teaspoons? Well, personally, I have them ranging from eighth of a teaspoon to one teaspoon. Okay. So you're not having to disguise very much if, if in fact, you're having to disguise it at all. Right. And it's certainly much easier to do this orally than it is in in many different forms. Right. Well, it's, you know, it doesn't have a needle and it's less objectionable and you don't have to sit there for 15 minutes and breathe it. Right, right. Sometimes the when you use like the glutathione gels, they're going to be a little greasy. You know, so depending what you have well, it in, and, and you don't get a lot of glutathione through a lot of the gels as much as you do from the oral, correct? Right. And you can only do so much on the on some parts of skin, or otherwise you can start right. hurting the skin. Right. Well, and then they start to detox through the skin, and you get all kinds of rashes. So you really have to be careful how much you're doing. Do you find that sometimes it's good to have a combination of different forms? Well, most people I'll have on at least two things. So the most common combination is gel and oral. Now, it used to be gel and IV, but But now now we're doing with the oral working so well. I mean, the IVs we were doing, we were doing hundreds of them, and now maybe we're at 15 or 20. And you still find them really necessary for those who are needing really a quick, large dose. Well, it, yeah, and it, it depends how their ability is to detox. A lot of the kids, what we found is you could do an IV once a month, and it was incredible how well they did. And okay. for some kids, you don't see that with the oral, so that's why I still have a few kids that get IVs. Right. And the difference is so great. And and that that's... That's really even more of a testimony to the Redizor because you're you're making sure that it's the right for the right person. Um, right. Well, plus plus it's much more economical. That's the great thing about Redizorb as well, too. It's oh, a very a economical. Piece of what and we... you know, I have to say that Dr. Guilford, to thank you because you very easily could have offered this for an outrageous price, and a lot of people would have gladly paid for it. And I think you have you're offering it for very a very reasonable amount of money. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback. We've tried our best to make this available for everybody. That's really important. Um, just so that people know, if they want to learn more about Redisorb, they can go to the Redisorb website, which is R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com, Redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. And you can learn more about the, all the other different products that they have, um, including um, the uh, wonderful melatonin that got me through last night, which I want to thank you for, <laughs> not for myself, but for my son, who is detoxing a lot lately, and they all kind of like work together in some form or another. Um, one last question, because we only have about a minute and a half left to go, but Dr. Guilford, do you feel that this is going to eventually work its way into traditional medicine? I would anticipate that, um, as we've talked about, uh, the glutathione system is so fundamental in the cell that um, you bump into a need for glutathione in many different disease states. 
and I'm really confident that uh, this knowledge is going to expand. This is really coming out of the basic science and the basic biochemistry. And um, so it's it's inevitable that there'll be uh, more understanding about this and an increase in uh, usage. That's wonderful, and we're glad that it's going to get out there, and we're glad more people are going to get the help they need as our environment gets more toxic, and who knows what's happening to our DNA. We I thank you very much, Dr. Tim Guilford, and I thank you, Dr. John Hicks, for being on the show today. Thank you. Once again, everybody, the website for Redisorb is R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. We'll be back with you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. To contact Betsy or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy